0: i'd keep telling myself you should feel lucky you're alive you should Mm -hmm. feel lucky you're alive but in reality i'd be so pissed (laughs) about losing the car (laughs) um, and then getting two tickets from it (laughs) adulting can be hard even scary adulting horror stories shares intimate tales of adulting fails and insights into how to avoid them Hello! Welcome to Adulting Horror Stories. I'm your host, Dion, and today I'm here with my friend Susie. Today we're going to talk about car trouble. How are you doing, Susie?
1: Hi, I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Doing pretty good. Yeah? Definitely. So, car trouble. (laughs) For those of you listening, as you may know, we're probably a couple episodes in by now. I like to start with my own story and then let my guests tell theirs. Mm -hmm. So with respect to car trouble, I haven't had too many car horror stories. I've had like near horror stories (laughs) where it's like you could have scratched another car, Mm. but you didn't. Yeah. When I first got my first car was a fairly new driver. I was driving to work for the first time as well. And basically, you come off the highway, you make a left turn, mm-hmm. and then you kind of continue down a hill. And all the times I'd been driven to work, I think the light had been green. So you just kept going. But mm-hmm. this was one of the times, the first time for me, that it was a red light and there were cars piled up. So I, like, turned perfectly ready to, like, just keep driving. Mm-hmm. And I'm legit about to crash into a car, but then my car had, like, crash avoidance. Oh, nice. So it starts beeping, and then it auto-brakes and, like, throws me forward. But I was wearing my seatbelt like a responsible <laughs> adult.
1: <laughs> Good. And
0: so I was not hurt by that. Good. And I'll, I'll say it for the audience, most of my other car horror stories don't involve damage. I've been pretty lucky in avoiding accidents. Mm-hmm. But in terms of driving struggles, I've had to drive on straight snow on the highway, like 25 miles per hour, trying to get from New York to Maine. And I've driven in a situation where it's just like zero visibility, like it's raining really hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just can't see worst. anything. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, can I stop? <laughs> and then That's get hit when by something behind you. you put your blinkers me. on yeah. and
1: you drive slow.
0: Basically, but it's like <laughs> you either stop and get hit or keep going and hit someone else or go slow and hope that the person behind you isn't coming too fast, yeah and you can't be a hundred percent sure because some people will drive crazy in any weather yeah, and it's I remember when I drove from New York to Maine that time, I saw at least two cars where I'm going twenty five miles per hour driving on straight snow, trying not to get hit by like trucks and whatever that are like shifting in the lanes and whatever and this one car would drive by going at like 65 miles per hour and i'm like mm-hmm, they're gonna <laughs> crash into a snowbank and then 20 miles later there they are
1: <laughs> wow i feel like a lot of car horror stories stem from some weather event or something that maybe if you rethought your situation you could have avoided
0: agreed poor driving decisions <laughs>
1: yeah which tends to happen quite a bit.
0: <laughs> definitely, especially when you're in a hurry. I've definitely had some, mm-hmm. a lot of near misses just from like being in a rush getting to places. Mm-hmm. I remember actually, I was, I was driving to like a driver's safety class. Not like I hit someone and then as a result had to take a driver's safety class, but it was once again, I was a newer driver. For all of you people out there who probably learned to drive at like 16, 17, I learned to drive at 22 and didn't know much. Mm -hmm. So I took this class that lets you practice sort of evasive maneuvers in this giant parking lot and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you drive on corn kernels to practice like swerving and you, um, practice like dodging cones at high speed Mm -hmm. to imagine like if something fell off of a truck right in front of you and you learn like one important lesson is when you swing far to the left you have to, like, overcorrect to get yourself straight. Right. You can't just, like, oh, I made a hard left, let me make a hard right. It's yeah. not enough.
1: They um, don't teach that anymore. You kind of learn that with experience now where, oh, that happened to me, so now i got to rethink the way I do things, which it shouldn't be, but it's kind of how it is.
0: Yeah. It would be good if it was more, I'd say, widespread. The one I took is called Tire Rack Street Survival, and I think they still run the program. Yeah. Um, So probably if you're on the East Coast mm-hmm. and you have children who are just learning to um drive, that's another fun fact. I was the oldest person there. Everyone else was like normal driving, learning to drive <laughs> age. So like, you know, 16 to 18 and then there was me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you have like children who you want to give extra driving practice to, it is a pretty good class. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to driving to this driving instruction class. Basically, I was late to it. And I'm speeding when I shouldn't be in some back roads that I'm unfamiliar with, seeing signs that I'm unfamiliar with. And I don't remember what the signs exactly looked like, but they were something about turning, like something about going around a curb. And I'm literally speeding around these curbs. And whenever I get to one, I hit the brakes. And then... Instead of just slowing down and happily going around the curb, my car basically keeps sliding in the direction that I was going before the turn, and I end up on the other side of the road, the oncoming traffic side of the road. And this happens at least three times. It's really dangerous, and I'm just like, you're such an idiot. Why are you speeding so much? Stop. And so eventually I do, and I'm, I just accept that I'm going to be late to this thing. And then I go to the class and basically learn about where your momentum is in a car when you're driving versus braking. When you're driving, it's in the front of the car and you have more control over where the car goes because the wheels are there. When you're braking, it's in the back of the car and you're more likely to go in the direction that you were just before you hit the brakes than any other direction if you're going really fast. So I was making this mistake on the way to learning about not making this mistake. Also, I remember now, the signs were something about going around a turn and there was a speed limit for it. So it was basically saying, we've calculated how fast you can go and be safe to not slide into oncoming traffic. And I just chose to ignore that. And luckily, there weren't many cars on the road at the time, so every time I did slide into oncoming traffic, I didn't actually hit anyone. But if you're driving on very curvy roads and you see those signs, follow the speed limit. Anyway, enough about me and my boring non-horror stories. (laughs) Tell me about your driving story.
1: Yeah. So this started, I took a trip to Maryland and I was driving. I had one passenger with me. We were at a turn in a loop-de-loop and a deer showed up out of nowhere, which caused me to immediately swerve left into a bunch of trees and downhill a little bit. Thankfully, I survived. We all survived. My car, however, did not. All the airbags deployed. Everything that could go wrong went wrong with that car. I did have the car for only about a month. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. New car, right about a month, and it was completely totaled.
0: So can I ask you some clarifying questions? Yeah, yeah. Was it that you were driving and the deer was already in the road or did it jump into the road?
1: It jumped into the road. So my immediate reaction after seeing something pop out of nowhere was swerve, which (laughs) I did very quickly and downhill. And it went downhill from there too. (laughs) 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 The deer was fine.
0: So as you're... I'm assuming when you were about to hit the deer, your immediate thought is, oh, my God, oh, my God, I need to, like, dodge of a deer. Yeah. As you're going down the hill, realize
1: <laughs> There were a like- lot of curse words going down the <laughs> hill. Um, all the curse words you can think of were coming out of my mouth. Every single one of them. Straight downhill. Because <laughs> I knew that was it. <laughs>
0: Were you able to, like, obviously you eventually hit a tree. Was it, like, inevitable? Or, um, I guess the way I'd say inevitable is, like, were you trying to dodge a- at all? Or were you just completely in shock? Like, I can't I even... I was...
1: Yeah, I was completely in shock. I, I don't even know if I hit the brake or the gas or both. Uh... <laughs> it happened very quickly. And when you're in that kind of situation, you have half a second to kind of think and put all your thoughts into action and those thoughts are usually not good thoughts. So, it was a lot of cursing and eventually the tree stopped the car. And we jumped out of the car very quickly because I didn't know what was going to happen. My mind was like, in movies, cars blow up, so get out of the car so you don't get blown up.
0: So, what happened next?
1: Someone stopped by and because they saw what happened, and they checked on us to make sure we were okay. They called 911, and the cops showed up, an ambulance showed up. We weren't hurt too badly. They took us to the hospital just for safety precautions, to make sure we didn't get concussed or bruised too badly. So at the hospital, the cop comes to me and says, I have to write you two tickets. However, you can contest them and if you do and it goes to court, I will not be able to testify. And I didn't really understand what he was trying to say because I hadn't gotten a ticket before. Mm -hmm. So he asked me, do you understand what I'm saying? And I said, no, can you repeat it? So he said the same thing over again and I was like, oh, I see what you're saying. So if I show up to court. And you show up or you won't show up because you weren't there to see what happened. And you couldn't confirm or deny because I guess he was on the record. Uh, but I kind of knew what he was talking about. So I got two tickets for Endangered Nature and then Speeding or Reckless Driving. So
0: I, I, I want to I wanna <laughs> try to understand this. Reckless Driving, I kind of understand because as painful as it is, you are not supposed to swerve from a deer you're supposed to hit it because mm-hmm. you could one, total your car correct. two, drive into oncoming traffic and then save the deer and kill a family of four correct but I think it's really disrespectful <laughs> that I agree. swerving out of the way for a deer is endangering nature
1: my theory is because they had to cut down the tree to release the car mm. I don't know if That was what caused the nature part of things and them having to fix or replant a tree, maybe. But I thought it was weird. (laughs) Trees
0: replant themselves. It's called an acorn. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the squirrels help. But yeah, two tickets for that.
0: Your... Sitting in the hospital, mildly irritated because someone just told you that you endangered nature. Correct. (laughs) And what are you thinking? Like, in terms of planning your next moves, you're kind of like, I don't have a car. If I was in that situation, I'd keep telling myself, you should feel lucky, you're alive. You should Mm -hmm. feel lucky, you're alive. But in reality, I'd be so pissed (laughs) about losing the car. (laughs) And then getting two tickets from it. (laughs) So my question is, like, what was your mindset as you were going home? Obviously being driven home.
1: Yeah, I was a friend picked me up and we were driving. I was kind of mad a little bit. I was reimagined, like I was replaying everything that happened. And like, man, this could have been worse. Um, And I was thinking of all the bills I had to pay, too, (laughs) because one, I just got two tickets Two. Now I have to get in a whole new car. And then I wasn't in my home state either, so I had to figure out how I'm going to get back because I drove um out of state. So I had to figure out a way to get back home because this was supposed to be a weekend trip. <laughs> so all of that was going through my mind. On top of that, one thing I didn't mention was I broke my glasses when the airbags deployed. So Oh my I- God. I also couldn't see very clearly <laughs> through all of this. So I couldn't see straight and, um, I couldn't think straight either. <laughs> Everything was happening at once. Um, but after a few hours, you're able to calm down and kind of regroup. Um, uh, people also help when people are around you kind of calming you down a little bit. So you're not shaking from what just happened. Yeah.
0: That's good. <laughs> so yeah, I remember I have gotten a ticket before and the annoying thing is like when you get a ticket, you're charged in the county where you receive the ticket. Mm-hmm. So if you were driving far away and you wanna contest it or whatever, you gotta to drive to some random county where you were hoping there were no police on the road, <laughs> if you were speeding mm-hmm. or where you saved a deer's life. Yeah. In today's case. Yeah. Um, can you tell me more about like I'm assuming you contested the ticket.
1: Yeah, I did. So I drove back when the court date was set. I got a mail for the court date. And then I got a lawyer just in case so I don't get screwed over because you never know. <laughs> so I talked to the lawyer and I explained everything that happened to him. And I told him what the cop said. And he said that was good. So it means he wasn't going to show up to the court date because he had nothing to say. He wasn't there when it happened. So we went to court together, the lawyer and I. And lo and behold, the cop shows up. So I panic. (laughs) (laughs) I panic and I tell the lawyer, hey, that's the cop. And he goes, well, didn't you tell me he wasn't going to show up? And I was like, yeah, that's what he said. So the lawyer goes up to the cop and talks to him. I don't know what was exchanged. But he comes back to me and says... He's not going to say anything because he wasn't there. But he has other cases that he needs to testify to, so he's here. So we waited for my turn. When I got called, the lawyer kind of spoke for me and the cop said I wasn't there to witness the accident. So the case was dismissed. I didn't have to pay the tickets, thankfully. Um, I don't even remember how much they were, but they were more than $200. Each? Yeah boy. I know. <laughs> so I'm very thankful. I didn't have to pay that. Uh, but the cop had a lot of cases on the docket. So he he gets his tickets out for sure.
0: <laughs> Meet that quota.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But now what I kind of wonder, though, is because I was under the impression the officer doesn't even have to show up if he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. especially if he doesn't want you to get the ticket anyway. It's like, I can stay home and keep someone from losing their money? It's a win-win. Yeah. So my question is, which we may never know, like, who was he trying to testify against?
1: Well, so I sat in the courtroom before my name was called. So they called up a whole bunch of people. One that stood out to me was this guy who, this wasn't his first offense, not his second offense. I think it was his third with the same cop. Hmm. So he had a he had receipts to, like... <laughs> say why this guy needs to, like, lose his license. Uh, apparently he was driving a really high speed level past the speed limit. I, I want to say something like 80 and a 45 or something mm-hmm. like that. He, he had it coming, and the cop wasn't going to let that one go. So that one stood out to me. There were other, like, traffic stops that the cop had to testify to because that one, they catch you real time.
0: Did your insurance cover your crash? Yes. Meaning like, did they get you a new car?
1: Yeah, so they paid for the old car. First, they assessed how much the car cost at the time Mm -hmm. of the accident. And then they refunded me the balance of what they had paid. So I got some money back because I owed less than the car was worth. And then they paid for Some of the hospital, because liability, injury, or something is part Mm -hmm. of my insurance. Uh, Which, they don't tell you how much your hospital bill is going to cost before you go to a hospital. Of
0: course not.
1: Of course not. And the ambulance doesn't tell you you're going to have to pay an arm and three legs Mm -hmm. (laughs) before they grab you (laughs) and put you in the ambulance.
0: I was talking about this on another podcast, like... In that particular case, he passed out and woke up in an ambulance and eventually realized it was going to cost a lot of money. And I was like, yeah, the moment you said ambulance, I knew you screwed up.
1: Yeah. And they don't tell you it's like this secret charge, and then you get the bill later, and you're like, whoa, $500 for a two-minute trip? (laughs) Like, that is crazy. Yeah. Insurance was definitely... I, I think I paid for insurance quite a bit after um, because my premium went up Mm because it was a new car they had just paid thousands of dollars to replace the car so my premium definitely went up for a couple years
0: years yeah (laughs) struggle yeah i wonder if you like changed insurance companies at that moment like new car new me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would your have been I don't lower think the that's how it
1: works. Because they ask you if you've been in an accident when you start your insurance, right?
0: I'm I would assume, sure. but I'm like, where's the evidence of it? You never got a ticket. I mean, you you were never charged for the ticket. But no, they they probably check your Record records somewhere.
1: Yeah, DMV maybe. But would the DMV know I was in an accident? I had to change my license plate.
0: I would assume the police would file a report so even if you don't get a ticket yeah. the report is on file right and they'll look you up yeah so i was a,
1: yeah i didn't switch insurance companies because uh, i assumed i was gonna be paying more anyway so yeah <laughs> that was a <laughs> struggle there you live and you learn as an adult
0: <laughs> right so the next question I actually kind of want to ask is how old were you approximately at this time? Like, or really, not even how old were you, but where were you in your driving journey? Like, new to driving or were you like reasonably experienced?
1: I would still, I would consider a new ish to driving.
0: See, cause I'm like, but in like new ish to driving, it makes more sense. Yeah. You know, you're, you're yeah. still learning.
1: Yeah. Um, you learn to hit a deer and not a, a tree
0: <laughs> that was my other question do you have a vendetta against deer now like if you saw a deer <laughs> now would you speed up
1: <laughs> no i kind of like panic and say hit the deer if it if it comes towards you so now i know i'd rather save myself than the deer so i'm not gonna call it a vendetta but close
0: <laughs> okay a beef a
1: be- <laughs> um. <laughs> is this a pun of <laughs> i'm sorry
0: a beef with some venison? <laughs> I guess. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so, the aftermath now. So, you're, you have the crash. Luckily, your insurance covered it. Got mm-hmm. some tickets. Luckily, the officer was sort of on your side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you have to go back to work, I'm assuming. Yeah. Carless, at least for a time. How yeah. was that?
1: That was a struggle. Because now I have to explain what happened to people who would give me rides to, to work before i got a a rental car to kind of sustain me till i got a a new car so i obviously had to tell my coworkers and i never lived it down cuz i got made fun of a lot about hitting a tree instead of a deer and getting tickets for endangering nature so to them i'm not a safe driver and they they won't want to Drive with me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but I low-key can't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so. Did you have to tell them the truth? Like, how did, you, how did you tell them what happened is my question.
1: So, I guess once you tell someone, you know it's going to spread. Mm-hmm. So, the first person I told was actually my boss. Because he would pick me up to bring me to work. So, he kind of... Asked the question, too, of, what happened? Um, So I told him the story of, hey, a tree hit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I don't have a car anymore. Can you give me a ride to work today? Because it was the Monday after the crash. And that kind of started the spread of the news around. And then people have questions, so then you have to answer the questions. And I'm a terrible liar. So I can't make up a story other than the tree hit me (laughs) as to what exactly happened. So that's why they made fun of me quite a bit. But it's all fun and games.
0: (laughs) That's not how I phrase it, but nothing wrong with being an honest person. I think I would have lied. I think I would have been like, my car was ravaged by a bear or stolen. (laughs) Or, like, I don't even know. I had a Final Destination moment and, like, (laughs) a log fell off the truck into my car. Horror stories. And I was just lucky to be alive. (laughs) I would go on a podcast and lie. Like, this is my horror story. Three logs came off. They surrounded me. I was surprised I survived.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I wish I was that creative at that time. Maybe now, if... Someone asked me, maybe that would be my story. A bear kind of came out of nowhere, jumped on the car, had to abandon the car. It's totaled now. They live in the car now, something they like live that. In the car now. <laughs> they live in the car now. <laughs> um,
0: the bear crawled out of the woods and was like, Look at me. I am the driver now. So, moving into the next segment of this podcast. It's the why, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge someone for like freaking out when a deer jumps into the road. But if you could summarize in your own words why you think that whole situation happened, how would you say it?
1: I would say it was instincts, right? So when something happens in the moment, you don't think about all your training and all of that stuff. Also being a newest driver, you immediately react to the first thing you can think of which was get out of the way so you don't hit this thing this giant animal in the middle of the road but now I know <laughs> to hit the thing in the middle of the road then to swerve hair yeah
0: I luckily haven't dealt with deer on the road too many times usually it's been enough time that I could slow down but what scares me is like I really like turtles I just do mm-hmm. and I feel like one day I would swerve for a turtle like if I could mm. like tell it was in the tire line I'm like there's no way it's dodging this so it's on me <laughs> <laughs> um, what I always wonder is I'm like squirrels are so good at dodging cars like I feel like squirrels cross the road like humans honestly we're like They come out a little. Mm -hmm. They look at what's going on, and then they either jump back or jump forward. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, why can't deer be like that?
1: Yeah. Why can't they look at you like you're confused, but they're confused Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the same time? And you don't want to scare them because you don't know what they would do. So, I learned you shouldn't honk your horn and you shouldn't change your pace because they may not be anticipating you either going too fast or too slow. So. Keep your steady pace and hit them if, if you have to. So, lessons learned.
0: So yeah, you're, you're moving us right along into the next <laughs> section. Cool. It's the, how do you avoid these things in the future? So there's a, there's a lot we can avoid, right? We can avoid crashing into deer. Right. We can avoid crashing into trees.
1: Correct. Trees we- crashing into us. Yes. <laughs>
0: We can avoid getting tickets. Correct. And we can avoid higher insurance premiums.
1: (laughs) That I don't know if you can, unless you have someone on the inside.
0: Yeah. And we can avoid getting made fun of at work. But what are the the main things you learned from the experience?
1: Other than hitting the deer, which I think I've said so many times, is don't buy a new car.
0: (laughs) So is a fully new car. It was a fully oh new boy. car.
1: The insurance was not happy about that. Yeah, so another thing I learned from this was if a cop wasn't there, when the incident happens, they can't really testify to anything that happened unless you have a witness. Um, I would say definitely contest your ticket. Unless they were there, then you don't. You could also contest and they don't show up. So contest if you can
0: Okay. Was uh, You said you were driving with someone at the time, right? Yeah. Did they show up to the court case too to like defend you?
1: No, they didn't. I don't think they got a ticket or any sort of, you need to show up to court. So they had no idea even when I went to court. Mm-hmm. They were also okay. I should mention that. They were fine. Yes, that's <laughs> good to know. We both came out okay with bruises.
0: but. Oh, so... The things I would add from what I've learned, really, I think you covered it, hit the deer. What I usually do because it's so hard to fight that inherent reaction is Mm -hmm. my usual reaction that I have kind of practiced is when something's scary happening in the car, take your foot off the gas because what it's really for is when you're driving on say snow or in heavy rain and you start swerving. Mm-hmm. You don't want to increase your speed necessarily mm-hmm. because you don't know where you're where you're going to regain traction and start driving into. Mm-hmm. And when you're moving faster, you're actually more likely to skid even more like less likely to actually grip the road which means you can right. you can't actually steer yourself as well Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's a good rule for anything don't necessarily hit the brakes but don't go faster how do you make that happen take your foot off the gas and then think about well what's next am I gonna steer a little bit Mm -hmm. am I just gonna let it happen but I think that's a good initial reaction to have
1: yeah yeah
0: and I think it's easier than like maybe some of the evasive maneuvers you might think (laughs) of you're just like oh Leg goes up. Yeah. And then, then you can think a little more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very good advice. And don't hit the brakes in those situations where you're skidding too. Drive safe.
0: <laughs> Drive safe? What does driving safe mean to you?
1: That's a good question. Let me think. What makes a good, safe driver? All stay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Is that who your insurance was? No, no. Okay. Unfortunately. Is this becoming... Oh my god, am I monetizing? (laughs) Is this my first ad?
1: (laughs) Sponsor him! (laughs) I would say follow the road signs and like... Don't forget your driving education.
0: Agreed. I would add... And it's way, way easier said than done, but, like, recognize that the five minutes you save by being in a hurry, nine out of ten times isn't worth it. Like, you're speeding to work when, one, you're still going to be late, (laughs) and two, you don't even like being at work. (laughs) Um, And it's like, you get that five minutes, but doesn't really mean anything you're still late like if you were gonna get written up you're still gonna get written up if you weren't because no one cares no one still cares yeah but you've just increased the odds by a lot of you getting a ticket Mm -hmm. crashing skidding all types of things yeah so i know it's annoying like i get into these moments where it's like why is everyone driving so slow? <laughs> like, it's not... I understand driving slow. I've driven slow before. But why is this person driving 40 in a 45?
1: Right in front of me. And I can't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> yes. And then that... I think those moments make you want to speed up and go faster. Because you feel like mm-hmm. time's being taken from you. But it's like, in reality... Does, does that extra five minutes even matter? Right. Yeah. Not a lot. I'd also recommend... For adults of all ages, those defensive driving classes, not the one you just take online, but like act the one you actually practice on a road, mm. because it's it builds muscle memory yeah. compared to just knowing what to do, you actually have done it before, yeah. and it builds that memory to actually let you repeat it one day um I guess be extra careful when you're driving somewhere you're not familiar mm-hmm. because. It's like when you're driving where you already know how to get to. You're not actually thinking about how to get there. Mm -hmm. Your mind is actually more free to think about 50 different things. But when you're driving somewhere you've never been before, you're partially thinking about how to get there. You're not sure where the next turn is. And so if you let yourself get distracted Mm -hmm. trying to daydream about 10 other things like you normally do in the car when your turn comes up. You might miss it. That's true. And then that could lead you trying to take a dangerous turn (laughs) to to make your turn.
1: That's where all the bad decisions start happening.
0: So, I think that concludes our podcast. Can I ask, where can our audience find you? And if you, like a few other people on the podcast, don't actually have any social media, any charities you want to call out, maybe just Allstate.
1: Um, you can find me avoiding deer, no, hitting deer and avoiding trees.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This has been Adulting Horror Stories with your host Dion and my guest Susie. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next one.
1: This is not on the podcast, but that car was in, like, someone hit the car two weeks after I got it. The college student at the gym scratched the car, mm-hmm. and then I totaled it <laughs> within a month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? The car
1: does that not-, not get to be on the podcast? <laughs> okay, I, guess, I don't know how we, like, put it in. I forgot about that.
0: I'll include it in the aftercuts <laughs> or something.
1: The car was not meant... For me, it was just not supposed to be my car.